1: Bonjour, 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 and welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we start, let me remind you, uh, as always, uh, you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au, slash central or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Joining me, like every single podcast this year, and from now on, it's Dave McKenzie. How are you, Dave? How are you?
0: I'm good. I've missed you. I know,
1: it's been, uh, it feels I, like it's been I ages. I can't believe I'm saying that, actually, out <laughs> loud. But I, and I miss you. I'm going to keep, you know, yeah. Go. I, wonder, I I may cut this and then keep it for uh, <laughs> for the future. <laughs> it'll it'll become part of the bonjour bonjour bonjour. Um,
0: I leave you alone for two weeks and look what you've gone and done. I know, I know. You fall <laughs> almost taken out by a car. You're in a sling. You broke your big toe or half your foot before know, Christmas,
1: mate. What's going on? Seriously, uh, I think we had a podcast since then. Yeah. Uh, I don't really remember, but yes, <laughs> it's been a it's been a. Rough trot, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm reconsidering my uh, two wheel situation. But, yes, uh, uh, I still love my electric bike. You know how yeah, much push I love bike, that bike. Push back, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you've been busy as well yourself. Uh, a summer of cycling has finished, uh, as we can see by the window here. in Melbourne. <gasps> <Phew. laughs> Oh, whoops! Did I just say fuel? <laughs> yep. No, no.
0: I loved it. It was great. And yes, it was a big month. It was mm-hmm. a really enjoyable month. I got to say, actually. It was probably one of my more enjoyable summer of cyclings in Australia. I Why mean, is that? Uh, yeah, it's a, that's a, it's a good question, I think. I think a couple of reasons. I covered the women's Tour Down Under for the first time. Um, I've, I've been contracted to cover the men's for the last sort of five years. But for the first time, they gave me the job to um, commentate on the women's as well. Mm-hmm. And that was a really great race. Like, it was really tight. Ruth Winder was exceptional uh, in winning. And she's a current US champ. Um also the Sunweb team were fantastic at that race so that was really good and then just the other races once again um the Cadell Evans Great Road race yes. and of course the Herald Sun Tour really tight tussles they were just you know really tight not much um separated the top sort of two three riders so it was just really good racing mm-hmm. and I'd almost say, I think I would, the women's was the most exciting races of the summer.
1: Absolutely. Uh, we have a little moment, actually. We had a little moment together at the the, the Sun Tour on the finish <laughs> line uh, where I woke up with, uh, with my daughters and then uh, I couldn't even talk to you. The, the crowds were there to just uh, cheer you on. <laughs> oh, there was one gentleman and look, it's, it good was tour. lovely. It's, and it certainly gives
0: your ego a good massage, but he'd been waiting to meet me and uh, yeah.
1: he's one of those mad fanatical fans of cycling and I'm sure he he, must say it must be pictured the guy was almost crying when he met you (laughs) and that's actually not a joke I know it's really sweet but it's It's, lovely lovely. no it is lovely and the day that stops happening
0: uh I don't expect that to happen to me uh ever again actually but, (laughs) (laughs) but the day that stops happening to cycling well you know our sport is dead and that isn't going to happen for a long long time so no look it's great and as a as a commentator getting to work for the whole month of january in your own country and you know world tour races it's it actually is a real treat um, absolutely so i feel very fortunate that you made get to me do laugh that. though It made me laugh it did it was, it was a bit funny yeah I'm, but I'm, anyway because you're
1: like he's
0: not that good
1: <laughs> Wait, don't worry <laughs> um terms of racing uh what marked your your beginning of the year what like what, what rider do you think i know i had a bit of a fun with uh with Pachu actually on twitter because he asked who was his who was rider of uh, of the summer and i said uh romain bardet <laughs> yeah, <of laughs> just turning up <laughs> basically getting off the plane in adelaide exactly. that was it wasn't it yeah
0: <laughs> but realistically yeah, that, yeah and you know what again it's a really tough one because there was
1: some incredible performances it I want to start with uh, Spratty. Yeah. Because Spratty, I know we talk a lot about Spratty here, but she did a very good summer of cycling and she came up with the national jersey, which was the target number one. She did. She did. But she's not my highlight. Oh, okay. And that's saying
0: something because yeah. you're dead right. She, mm-hmm. she had a fantastic summer. I think it comes down to two or three women. Mm-hmm. Um, the guys actually don't rate in my assessment okay. they, they, they were some great male um performances but the women i thought were incredible alla harris a girl named alla harris she's a new zealander she rode the um lexus blackburn herald sun tour yep she won the stage to falls creek she was dropped i think half a dozen times in the last three or four kilometers and somehow won the stage and i got to interview her immediately post-stage and she was like in tears and emotional and she was you know completely on the ground gasping for oxygen that was a standout performance but then overall i think consistency i thought she was brilliant uh the young german liana lippert remember Mm -hmm. that name remember both of those names in fact but liana lippert she was second overall at the tour down under i think just a couple of seconds behind ruth winder and then she won the Deakin University to the Elevens Road Race in solo fashion. Remember, it poured rain. The clouds opened up, and the yep. rain came in. There was a massive crash. That was possibly one of the most exciting uh, one-day races I've okay. seen. Uh, certainly this year, and certainly, you know, for a long time, it was. I thought it was brilliant. And Liana Lipert was sensational. Wow, she's a dynamite. So, women's cycling is in such a great place at the moment. I think wow the the you know if, if everyone gets it right and if everyone does their bit in cycling i think wow we can really catapult absolutely when and it's, cycling it's, into the next races speed. are so entertaining
1: they are they are they fresh are. and entertaining there's, yeah there's a bit less of the power of the of the big teams and there, there's a bit more surprises the, the racing is so such it's basically pure entertaining right? yeah and, and and i mean let's sort of be really
0: honest what i think what we're seeing as well and it's a it's in a it's a good thing is that you're seeing the women's team they're sort of more evenly balanced mm-hmm. so you don't have
1: a team Ineos where you have seven or eight riders that are just super super strong even though there's a Mitchelton Scott they're not actually owning the whole race they're not owning
0: the whole no not at all look at you've got Mariana Voss on, mm-hmm. on another team you've got all these strong riders and, and then you know teams like Team Sunweb the women's team I'm talking about um, they've got multiple good riders but they don't have an outright super powerful team. So no team can purely sort of control any single bike race um, or any stage of a tour or any tour for that matter. So, yeah, I think that's, that's maybe one of the big factors at the moment. And look, maybe in five, 10 years' time, Women's cycling will be in the next stratosphere and we might have that problem, if we can call it a problem, that we have in men's cycling, where sometimes we say, gee, the racing is a little bit sterile. Yeah. It's a little bit, you know, riding to the watts, riding to the numbers. That's why we should
1: really, really make the step of of enjoying this now. Yeah. Because it's really fresh. Like I said, it's fresh and entertaining. Yeah, it it is. If you like bike racing, this is how bike racing should be. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And um, Alena Sierra, she's another one, the Cuban. Mm -hmm. um, Look, she didn't win… A lot. She actually, she did win the first stage of the Sun Tour, um, but she was the defending champion of the Deacon University Women's Race World Tour race. She came second this year, so it's a pretty good defence by her. And she's she's just impressive. She's an impressive rider. She's you know one of the only Cubans, or she's the only Cuban to win World Cup races. Uh-huh. Um, she's a Cuban national road race champion. She's just oozes some class,
1: and you know it was great to have the likes of her out here for majority of summer. So it was really good. Absolutely, and it needs to be mentioned as well the public turning up on yes. on, on mass pretty much because yeah. I, mean, I I've, because of the accident actually I haven't travelled much, uh, but I was able to go to the last stage of the, the Sun Tour. For example, it was few people deep. Yeah. At the finish line, and then lots of noise and a lot of attain, entertainment, and it was just a good family cycling—you know, whatever you want from a race atmosphere. But from what I've seen on TV, the Cadel road race, the Turn On Under, they were very crowded. The crowds well. were good. The Crills, crowds, were yeah. Good. I mean, I've worked on. And the weather was not necessarily good either, and people
0: were still no, here. No, no, and and. Yeah, look, I, I base it off the previous year, generally. I've worked on the last, I think, five of both Down Under and Cadell's race. or I've worked on all Cadell races. Mm-hmm. And so you you sort of compare in your head, you know, years prior. And I'm generally standing in the same positions where I commentate from. So the Cadell race was – crowds were great, I thought, really good. Um, down Under was good. It was the coldest tour Down Under yep. in the history of the event. Uh, that might actually be an advantage when yeah, you get <laughs> yeah, Well, that's what we were saying – previous years when it's been in the mid-40s, people would go riding at 6am, get back at 9 and say, that's it, we're not going to the race, it's too hot. So, and look, it's not just about the crowds out on the course, obviously TV yep. is becoming a really important factor um, in professional cycling. So, but no, all in all, it was good. And I think one one more, if I can just give one other special mention, Jai Hindley winning the Herald Sun 2 up, brilliant. He's just 22 years of age, yep. can we believe he's only still only 22? I think he was a great winner, and um, he's such a sort of good, down-to-earth country boy
1: um, from WA, and uh, let's hope he sort of builds on that this year and has a really good year for Sunweb. And it was quite funny, I don't know if you saw that moment, but uh, when on the podium, when he popped the champagne, uh, there was all the crowd, but there was also two kids, uh, two kids riding through the line, just random kids, yeah. they got completely drenched. drenched. <laughs> <in> the, <laughs> I don't think I was seen on TV, you see this oh, guy. Like, were they go, doing
0: it deliberately? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, Maybe it's a nomenclature. Most kids generally (laughs) run to
1: the front. They want to be sprayed with champagne. Yeah. That was actually quite a nice little uh, nugget I saw from the the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking, looking ahead of the year, you know, we are sort of mid-February-ish. Um, I mean, that time of the year is always uh, very important to what's coming up next. We know we got the, the classic just around the corner. Uh, it's getting pretty exciting. Chris Froome is coming back on the bike on the racing uh, condition. Um, what are your highlights of the last few uh, few weeks in the international scene? Yeah, Can I that... mention Arkea? Yes. Can we mention Arkea? Yeah. Because so far, I think it's a little bit surprising. Yeah. They've won... Stages with Buani. They want stages with Quintana. Oh, Buani's there. I know, I Buani's know that. That. Yeah. Oh, How is he rooming with uh,
0: Quintana? Do you know? I don't know. <laughs> <To> <laughs> me, <laughs> find out. <laughs> find out. Let me know. Imagine <laughs> yeah, if they, they had will... a little tiff. Yeah. No, I tell it's, you just what. jackets on the you side. Are, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: no, but like, it's surprising because they've pretty much done nothing in terms of results previously. Uh, previously, yeah. Uh, but they've look on paper. They've got Buany, they've got uh, Quintana. Uh... Quintana won the Tour de la Provence. Absolutely. He won the stage
0: up Vontu. Not surprising that he wins a top. However, a little bit of a surprise that he's got good form early on. And they're sort of saying, you know, is it the Nadeau Quintana of old? Are mm-hmm. we seeing... Let's let's remind everyone, he's been a movie star effectively his whole professional career. Yep. Or he has. Yes. He was. Yep. So this is... I think he needed a fresh start. A complete new start. So... I think it'll be good for him. Uh, Buhani, well he's had a few fresh starts. <laughs> Let's I I'd love to see him back. And he's, I mean, we know he's a class act. We know he's a brilliant sprinter.
1: I'm not sure if I would say class. Uh, yeah, uh, hang on. Can we just. <laughs> drop, I've chop seen a couple of interviews him after winning. It's not that classy. <laughs> you know? he's like, let's. Oh, that just fell out of my mouth. I didn't mean it to. I just did. That was. I terrible. don't want to take a dig at him, but. Uh, he's a very good sprinter. I'm not defending everyone that is French because they're French. That's all yeah, yeah, I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's a very good sprinter. I'll exactly. I'll rephrase <laughs> that.
0: Um, But I would. You like to see redemption. Yeah. You know, when. when when you see redemption, it's good because they have they've redeemed themselves in, in a number of ways. So let's
1: hope for Buhani's sake, at the very least, that he continues on. Uh, but on paper, they've got Barguil in that team as well. Yeah. So uh, if you look at the roster, it's it's not bad. That roster is actually quite... And obviously, we, we did gel together. It's a different
0: matter. And Tour de France is going to be their mm-hmm. absolute number one goal, mm-hmm. obviously. So, yeah, look. We'll watch that. We'll watch it's very early days though. Absolutely. Very, very early days. And and you know you know, who was at who was on Vontu with Quintana in terms yeah. of climbers?
1: Mm-hmm. Not sure who else was there. Um so actually think, where, where can we see the first markers that we can actually just say, hey, this is looking pretty good for the GC this, guys. The, yeah, the G C guys.
0: Generally Paris Nice yeah. and Tirreno. and you may not see the winner of the Tour de France be prominent there. But you will see the contenders potentially to the winner, if that makes sense. Yep. You, you'll if anyone's got good form there that wants to go well at the Tour de France while well, they're off to a flying start, you know. And so then, so then what it means is if they can keep healthy, and it sounds crazy, I know, but if they can keep their health on track for the next three months leading into the tour. They're probably going to be good. Yeah. Because we've seen it in the past, riders, when they've had really great seasons. You've only got to go back to Cadell Evans when he won the Tour de France. His season was perfect. Yeah. Everything clicked. Um Bradley Wiggins the following year, everything clicked. Winning the Dolphin A, winning one of the one or two of the earlier tours. And when you're winning, your health is good. You don't win with a yeah, head. Cold. As well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're generally winning because you've got good form, but you're on top of your health, your immune system. And look, we have saw Richie Port last year. His form actually wasn't that bad, but he just he just sort of couldn't shake off the colds all year. And he mm. just seemed to, you know, his body just didn't want to work for him. That's what I think anyway. So I hope for someone like Richie Port's sake that that is behind him. Speaking of, winning again the Tour Down Under. Uh, no more the King of Wollonga, but he's won the Tour yeah. Down Under. So... He's got off to a good start as well. So the next marker is at around March, isn't it? Mid-March, I
1: think, for those guys. But the classics. Yeah, they're coming up. Are we excited? I'm super excited. Oh, yeah. I just love those classics. Well, Omlu Hep Newsblood is at the end of the month, end yeah. of February.
0: Um, and But the one that I'm so keen to see, the first monument of the year, Milan-San Remo. Yep. Phil Damn. Gilbert. Yep. Remember, he's gone back to Lotto Sudal where it all began for him. Now, got
1: to be, is, is got to be his only objective. Following. It's
0: the only one missing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, to, to let everyone know, he's won every other monument, all of them, all of them. He's, <laughs> but won he's, one. All he's missing of them. one. He's missing yeah, one. He's missing one. So, and it's Milan San Remo. So, yeah, this is, um, this will be, and he will give it a big shake. What is he? Thirty six, thirty seven yeah. this year. Yeah. You know, you can never... Anyone else, you'd probably say, nah, can't be done. Can't be done. It's the hardest one to win for Gilbert because in recent editions, it's been, well, not not always, but a sprint, a sprinter's sort of race. Yeah. Gilbert will change that. He may not win it, but he will change it. Yeah, Single-handedly, he fuck. will drag a group away out the Poggio. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sprinters, I
1: don't think they'll have their day because Phil
0: Gilbert will want his day there. Yeah, absolutely, It'll be and crazy. it's
1: such a, a, an important moment for the racing as well because it's a complete. For people are just getting into professional cycling, yeah, uh, it's also such a, a race within the race because you know we are we talk always about those Grand Tours and and all the GC riders and the Froome and so on, but those Classic is kind of a competition in within.
0: oh, um, they are, aren't they? The month of, I mean, yes. On Loop is at yeah. the end of Feb, and then, but it's really that sort of April month, isn't it? I mean, yeah. on SBS, of course, <laughs> we're covering a lot of the classics. So uh, The that's interesting
1: the big point month. as well is, going back to women's cycling, uh, there's a bit of a competition within the classics as well because some of them are making a huge, not even a big, a huge space to women's cycling and some others aren't, like Paye Yes, Rubai. yes. So this, this yearly debate we have, you can go back to our podcast, the same podcast we had last year, we talked about it. Same problem, but except this year, there's some races that are making even bigger space for women.
0: Yeah, and and it's worth mentioning. Well done. It's Flanders Classics, yeah. so they have literally just announced, and we do know they're a little way off, but they've just announced the next three. They've got a three-year plan. They've got a sponsor on board with this plan to basically elevate all of their women's races to bring them up to the same level as the men's races. So they're talking about equal prize money. Same finish line. So at the moment, Flanders Classics effectively own Omloop Het Newsblood, which is Enderfed, of Gent-Wevelgem, Vlaanderen, flanders Brabans peel amongst others. But those races I just mentioned have a women's version. They have two versions. I shouldn't say women's version. They have two versions, a men's and a women's. So what they want to do even more so is now elevate those races, more live broadcasting. So this could be fantastic. For us, uh, uh, for SBS, it might mean that we get to broadcast more of the women's races. Um, as I said, same finish line, same podium, and same prize money. So they're doing they are doing some great things. And uh, the director of the Men's Flanders Classics, Scott Sunderland, uh, which is fantastic. So there's we a bit of an to, we,
1: we spoke to, of course. Yeah, uh, yeah, On his rooftop in Ghent. That's which, right. That's right. So
0: no, that's so that's exciting news. And it goes back to I guess what we said at the start that women's cycling i think is r- sort of really getting some momentum at the moment so we've got
1: a, I think it's up to all of us collectively to run with it and, and support it uh and any other news uh we there's have some, plenty. Some, yeah there's a lot there's a, a bit of a beef happening between the uci yes. and velon yes explain that, explain yeah that, explain that to us.
0: this one so this one's an interesting one and um look i'm not over every little detail of it but so i'll try and break it down. It first came to my attention when I saw a tweet from Jonathan Vortis, and so I don't stuff it up, get it wrong, I'll Mm -hmm. misquote him, I'll just read it out per Jonathan Vortis's quote. Here we go. News coming out of UCI Cycling PCC meeting just spoiled my good mood. Apparently, David Lepantian, UCI press, intends to earmark one million euros from the World Tour Emergency Fund to fight, at Valon CC in court, the intent of this fund is that it be used when teams or races struggle financially. So that's from so Jonathan Borders. All, is all he's used,
1: he's used is two hundred and eighty characters on Twitter to vent.
0: Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's right, exactly. Uh, and of course, he's the general manager of of um, EF Education First. Yes. Now, the story behind it is that Valon have gone to the European Commission for an antitrust. Um, argument and they want the European Commission now to look at the UCI against the UCI because they believe the UCI are hampering their position
1: in the sport of cycling. This is actually big in terms of if we are lucky or not lucky or whatever, but I'm coming from Europe and what I understand from the European Union and the parliament, there's been many other antitrust over there, Microsoft, Google, Facebook, all these guys have been having a monopoly in their own sector and it's been more or less broken down by the European Union. Yeah. Um, And we've seen this before. And it looks like the European Union has got a strong record in actually going against the big boy, yeah, NS. That's not looking too good for UCI. No, uh, actually, it's very interesting move from Valon CC. And and look, reading through a lot of the articles about it,
0: and, and I've said this for years: cycling's got we've got UCI, which is the governing body. Then we've got Valon, which is a relatively new entity, uh, and that they're they're, a, they're effectively set up and partly owned by about eleven professional teams, world tour teams. Mitchell and Scott, by the way, are a part of that group. Mm-hmm. And they, they've created their own series of races. And this is another sore point called the Hammer Series. The UCI is saying they can't call it a series because they are naming certain events series and they're only naming so many. So this is part of Vallon's um, argument. It's a little bit pedantic, isn't it, really? Yeah, a bit of it's all a all copyright about, issue. Yeah, and the UCI, I think, are trying to protect their turf
1: because they're a little bit concerned but about... But the fact that they put a mil- allegedly they put a million dollars aside... To fight that care, that, That's that court case it's is that they actually trust the court case to go ahead. They well, tr- they, they trust their trust, lawyers. They trust, yeah, yeah, they trust their lawyers. Um, it, this will be interesting. At least they're not doubting the commitment from Vellon CC to bring it to the ring. Yeah, and and look, if we look at the crystal ball, in
0: five years' time, who, there could be a big revolution in professional cycling. And you know what? I think we need it. Okay. I think we need it. I, and I know there'll be some. It, it it could get nasty, and, and 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 there might be some really big fallouts from it. But professional cycling needs it. I think there's some good people trying to come into the sport. And I'm by the way, I'm not. I don't know enough about Valon or who no, runs it. We must it.
1: said we, must, uh, we actually had to do a bit of reading to understand yes. what Valon is exactly yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, so we got in no way affiliated with with them. It's yep. just a, An interesting move.
0: Yeah. And look, the ECI, I've been critical of them in the past. And look, they they have done some good things as well. Um but I think it's I don't think they've been held accountable enough over the years. I think that's the right way to put it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've been held accountable enough as the world governing body of our sport. Governing the riders, governing the teams and looking after their interests. I don't think they've done that as good as they should have. So now they're being held accountable more and more, and you've got someone like Valon coming in saying hey we've got these great ideas this is what we're going to do with the sport and we're actually going to give the teams and the riders a profit share what's bad about that yeah there isn't Mm -hmm. there's nothing bad about that so I can't see exactly what the big problem is here but watch this space everyone because I think it is not going away and we are going to see yeah we're going to see something pretty serious come out of it I think Absolutely. Uh, any other news? Uh, there are there's a couple of snippets, and and I sort of need to go back for a second, if I may, because I forgot to mention these two riders. Sebastian Berwick, remember that name? Second overall at the Sun Tour. Yep. Twenty years of age. And did I mention Ben O'Connor already? No, Winning didn't. the mountaintop no. in how uh, ah, can you say it? Please, Etoule Etoule Passage Passage. Do it again. Etoule
1: Etoule <laughs> Etoule Passage. Etoule <laughs> <laughs> Passage. That's what, you That's what I well. said. <laughs> That's what I said. That's exactly what I said. I was just said. teasing. Et be <laughs>
0: <laughs> So Ben O'Connor, great to see him back in the, in the winner's um, corner. A mountaintop finish. He had a really great start to his um, world tour um, career. And he's had a year or so just sort of struggling. Not nothing major, just injuries and this and that. So great to see him back on the winner's list. Um, did I mention Davide Rebelin? has re-signed another contract. Remember Rebelin, one of the greats of the 90s? <laughs> That's right. The 90s. And the 2000s. How, how old is he? Yeah, he's 48 years of age. So I'm going to give myself another year. Please tell me you're doing a comeback. Yeah, I am, definitely. <laughs> well, I'm, I'll tell you what, I'm not telling anyone are you how open old to, I am, uh, but are you open I'm to not discussions? as old as that bloke. So. Open, open to discussions? Yeah. And the other guy, and you know what the really exciting news is, though? Because this means, hopefully... I'm just protecting my little job that I've got here at SPS. Oh,
1: I get it. <laughs> you know where I'm going.
0: Cam Worth has signed for Team Ineos, so, one of our regulars uh, the last few years at the Tour de France. And he was doing
1: a great job, actually. So. Yeah, he was doing a right job. He was
0: doing an right job. No, I had a joke with him, actually, at the Cadell Evans race because that was his debut with Ineos. And he was the only guy I interviewed on stage. We presented each team. And I said, here he is. I, Welcome back to the ballot. And I said, I'm a happy man because it means my job's probably safe because he <laughs> was doing a good job. But that's news, isn't it? Absolutely. That's, that's uh, incredible. We,
1: we We always knew that he was close to Ineos. I mean, we, you and I yes. know because we had yeah. a personal chat with him at the Actually, tour. Actually, he was giving us a little bit too much information exactly. at times of <laughs> <laughs> Let's say he was off the record. <laughs> but, uh, joke aside, uh, we always knew he was close to that team. You no know, Sky before and then Ineos after. Uh but for him actually signing into the roster. Were you onto this at all? No. No. I, I didn't know. He, oh, he came out of the blue. Yeah. I I know they had a problem in a contract with another rider. I can't remember which uh, it one. It
0: was well Kyrienka had to retire yeah. because he's had some recurring sort of heart issues. So he decided to
1: call it quits. But Ineos don't sign just for the numbers. So no, he, he no. must have been just on the really very strong watch list and then they decided to give him a go. Yeah. And and I'm presuming Cam, yeah, it'd be interesting to ask him. Now, I didn't get to ask him at the
0: Cadell race. You know, I'd love to ask him off microphone. In fact, was was there something burning inside him that wanted to get back? Because I presume there was. Yeah, probably. You don't, yeah. you don't make that decision.
1: He knows how tough it is. And he's been there. You know what would be but, an I mean, amazing thing? Is tough being a problem for Cam or is he actually being a driver? Is it kind of a… Well, it's a… It's some a, people might classify him as well, a Well, he's young case, enough, or, isn't he, to, yeah. to go back into the ranks. But yeah. you know it would be
0: amazing? Having in, him at a tour. If he lined up at the tour. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, gee, we've got a direct in then. Absolutely. We just mic him up. Absolutely. As, as he goes on into the tour. I think then. you'll have to talk to Vidal C. see. Well, there I, you go. I, Get are they, on the villain? Are they even a villain? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm just. Seeing. But yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, and I think there was a funny tweet I saw uh, at the time of the Cadets Road Race is that after the road race that he, he finished, uh, he ran home to his yes. hotel, 20K yes. run. Yes, I did
0: I do did that. Yeah,
1: it's hilarious. Okay. So what do you do? Just so, do he's
0: still, so he's still obviously got a, a foot
1: in triathlon. <laughs> 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 do joke. Absolutely. Um, uh, uh, one, uh, one, one thing I want to mention yeah. is uh, Eagle Bernal winning the Lourdes Sportsman yes. Award of the year. Yes. Uh, as big as it is is was in competition with Lionel Messi for so that's how big eagle banner is and so how big cycling and when was the last be- time who was the last cyclist to one there i've got no idea Oh, I know who it was, but it's a dirty word. Yeah, it was. He, um,
0: did he actually win it? That's we, are we going to go there? No, we won't go there. We won't go we there. We can't say his name. It's fine. It's probably,
1: it's no, R- I'm, trying Armstrong to keep, I'm trying to keep our listeners, you know, second guessing. It's Rhys Armstrong. No. Yeah. <laughs> so of course, Lance Armstrong. But we, we, we can say it. It's true. Now, uh, now this wasn't in it? our script here. No, Not much
0: is. Normally, we go with it. Sorry to interrupt. But the other day on our little yeah. SBS <laughs> WhatsApp group, yeah,
1: LA. We can actually ask the question to the people. Well,
0: ally, what's he done? What's he done?
1: Who? Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Uh, he sold a some tour. training camp. Yeah, in Mallorca. Yeah, in Mallorca. Yeah, uh, and it's and apparently sold it's sold out. Yeah,
0: so garbage, garbage. <laughs> everyone does that. I run a tour group business. You That's put sold, sold out, out well. when you haven't sold out at all. <laughs> That's what you do. Come on, Lance. Um, We're still not inviting him on the pod, though, are we?
1: I don't know. It's a uh, it's a debate we should have. If <laughs> <laughs> Come on! I
0: thought we shut the door. Where's the door going to slam it? No. But he is. He's, he he can't help it, can he? Yeah. No. He he's obviously different. loves the sport. But- Absolutely. Yeah, man, there's still some dirt attached. Soz, <laughs> soz, mate. It's a, it's a sore
1: subject, and yeah. <laughs> uh, I think you'll be down to a few discussions around a couple of pints. Uh, <laughs>
0: send, in, send in your thoughts. Send them into christoph <laughs> at <Christophe laughs> He'd love to hear from you. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on, swiftly. <laughs> yes. uh, you know what else? There has been one other national road title. Um, New yeah. Zealand. New Zealand Road Championships, and it was Shane Archbold. Who won the men's? Uh, I watched it because I have a small vested interest with my black spoke uh, cycling mm-hmm. academy team. Um, so Archbold won. George Bennett went on a 120 kilometer more or less solo break. Archbold caught him in the last three kilometers. It was crazy. It was a great race. It was uh, there was a live stream, so I was able to watch sections of it. And um, yeah, Shane Archbold, he, he's a great story. He's had a couple of rough years with injury yeah. team folding um aqua blue sport now he's followed sam bennett to de Kooning quickstep quick i mean that's a it's a great story and he'll he'll proudly wear those uh, kiwi colors absolutely yeah. and as as biased as i would be because i obviously wanted someone from the team i'm involved with to, to win it's great to see the jersey in europe and for the whole season yeah. and on a team like de Kooning quickstep quick or Jumbo visma who bennett rides for um yeah i think it's good new zealand cycling's yeah, they punch way above their Absolutely. We numbers. Said it it's incredible. Yeah, Absolutely. I think I think we all know that. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to, to watch uh, to see um, both of those guys this year. Absolutely. Any other news?
1: Well, I will we tell done. you
0: what, I think we've
1: just about covered most of it. Oh, Let's I make it so. clear that uh uh Maka today is holding the book because I can't write. <laughs> <laughs> so he's holding the notes. Well you know what we're doing. <laughs> so you're
0: in a sling and every now and then and I think we're doing a catch up. We're going for lunch. Yeah. I've booked us into a seafood
1: and uh we're having scallops yeah, esc- esc- Eskaga, yeah. <laughs> you've got one hand good luck yeah. with that one i love to have uh, chopsticks you know <laughs> exactly i'm mastering the left hand it's incredible uh, thank you for coming Michael. no worries thank you it was another entertaining podcast uh, here uh, let me before we go let me remind you that you can uh, download stream or subscribe to our podcast of course on our website sbs.com.au slash cycling central or log a ride with our friends at zwift until next time it's bye for now
0: Before we go, a quick shout out to Zwift, the app that turns indoor training into a game. Getting started on Zwift is easy. You just need your bike, a trainer and your PC, Mac or Apple device. Zwift offers training plans, interval workouts and a global community. Get strong and get motivated with every ride. Give people a ride on and you're sure to get one back as together you enjoy the massive benefits of social indoor training. Go to Zwift.com today and start your free trial.